0: Welcome to Good to Geek Out, aka Good to Go, Good Place to Go to Geek Out. Today, sitting here with four other people, four friends, different places, ready to talk about some geeky things. Topic today will be the new Transformers series, War for Cybertron trilogy, just came out about a week or so ago on Netflix. Chapter one is called Siege, it has six parts. We will be covering part one and part two today, Uh, spoilers ahead. This
1: is editorial, San Antonio, Texas, COVID capital. This is Greg, covering West Hills, California, just north of uh, catching the COVID capital. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Here to talk about some uh, Transformers and whatnot.
2: This is Rob Strotter, AKA Boba Fresh. I've uh, been doing this since G1, got my Grimlock on, ready to uh, roll out or perhaps out. Chroma, that was a weird thing to say.
3: (laughs) Rob, Lucy, hitting you from Southern Oregon. Excited to be back with my friends talking about geeky stuff. Uh, Looking forward to discussing one of my favorite toys growing up. Uh, They have always been in my heart, and they keep getting more and more complex. The older I get, the worse I get. I put them together back and forth. Let's get into it, and we, our, our special guest, Omar Henderson, hitting us from
4: Gardena, Gardena. Um, and I have also been since generation one. Um, and I was excited to see this Netflix, this Netflix thing, and, I, and I'm, I'm excited to talk about it.
0: Yeah, I need some light. Hold on.
2: Yeah, I thought you were actually sitting in the middle of that interjamb uh, cube holder.
0: Man, that just looks
2: like creepy, but I'm gonna roll with that. Um, God, that's what you were shooting. That at. is worse. That is demonstratively worse. <laughs> I like it. If that. you were trying to, if you were trying to <laughs> foreshadow that you're the villain, you're doing a great job. You look I like did, I need a I need a mustache tutorial.
1: That's all I need. <laughs> you look somebody like the knows. front yes.
2: side of Doctor Claw. <laughs>
1: you look like Vince D'Onofrio, and <laughs> calling me the Kingpin. Hey, Kingpin, yeah, either that or Big Body Best from Fuck That
2: Delicious on Vice. <laughs> oh, fuck you! Like if, like, like if Bundy <laughs> <if> Bun- <laughs> got uh, the mumps.
0: right so uh, we're gonna try to go chronologically on this. Spoilers ahead, uh Spoilers ahead, as we said before. Um, right off the get-go. The Seekers, man. Come on, Generation 1 Transformers. There's only 3 planes. There's no way they're covering all of Cybertron with 3 planes. I'm okay. just saying, you guys take off from here, but the fact the Seekers are such a major part of this
2: of like the I the I think that it's dope because Acid Storm has been such a shadow in the back of all of G1 related media, but he's such a collector's item. However, the start start is Bumblebee not being a bitch. Uh, <laughs> it took me a while to uh, adjust to, to his I'm gonna survive and just kinda take out, uh, look out for myself attitude. And they put Wheeljack into the position that I feel that Bumblebee normally would have occupied. Yeah. Um, so I thought that, that was a real interesting twist on his head and just shows you the popularity of the movie and the solo, yeah. and the solo uh, uh, Bumblebee. Uh, but I thought it was a great start to that whole uh, fight. And uh, Wheeljack, don't push the button. Just don't push the button. Uh, I'm just glad
1: that when we finally get a Bumblebee character with who has lines now, that they didn't mess up his voice and make him like a fourteen year old teenager, like, fuck you, mom. You know what, <laughs> what I'm saying? Like he he sounded like a grown man. You know what I'm saying? That's 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 what I was excited about. I was like, okay, all right, now he he get a voice we get to hear Bobby speak. Okay. he actually, you know what I'm saying, came he came with it. You know, he's a he was you know, he's kinda rogue out there. Yeah, you know, no, the, he's oh, a mercenary. Hold yeah. on, before I guess before we move ahead in the story,
0: let's talk about the voices. It's obviously not the, the original voices. They couldn't no. get it for whatever reason. Some of them bother me. Some of them don't. How do you guys feel about it? Anybody stand out to you or you're like, fuck that voice. That's not the right. Sound, <laughs> shockwave. Shockwave, I did not like. Yeah. That. I think no. that
1: Shockwave bothered me. Shockwave is not. No, that is not Shockwave. That's the, that's the one that
2: stood out. The other yeah. one's kind of. I could you have that. to hit uh, Optimus, and that was enough of Optimus, and you have to nail Soundwave. Like, those That's are the right. two voices yeah. that I, I think are, they they Oh, the Starscream. Starscream. Let's not they forget about Starscream. Starscream. Yeah, and the Starscream they was, Starscream. Scream was good. It was, that was ch- uh, nails on the uh, chalkboard.
4: Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, no, I,
2: I think that just by starting with Bumblebee and that voice, they did a good job, like, being like, okay, well, you're just going to expect different things, and that let me unhitch myself for my, those expectations early. Uh, you, so, uh, Omar, you,
0: Omar, Omar, how are you feeling, like, at this point? You're five, ten minutes into the episode,
4: first episode. I mean, I'm, you know, this is, this is what I do, so I, I, I love it. Like, like we were talking about Starscream, and I feel like Starscream is, they, they, that is the perfect character that they, they've ever made because you love to hate him. But it's, it's not Transformers without him, right? right. <laughs> you have right. to hate this kid. Right.
1: Why, but why is Thundercracker punking his food? Like, like <laughs> the entire person. <laughs> Thundercracker is a G. Like, he checks him at every point. That's um, uh, Jetfire. Jetfire. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. no, no, no. Well, but at the beginning, it was Thundercracker. It was Thundercracker first. Jetfire continues yeah. later. But remember, we're only doing the first two episodes.
4: That, that was the thing I was happiest about, is because I understand something. Robotech was probably my favorite cartoon of all time. So when I saw Jetfire as a kid, I was like, oh, they merged in Robotech. You know what I mean? Like, so, yeah. And then once I saw the, because remember, the Generation, generation 1 toys that come with the cars. That I, he, they said he was a Decepticon first. And I've never seen that in the cartoons or the movies or anything, Mm -hmm. but when they decided to go with that, that made me real happy because that's somebody, that's a character that was very underused.
1: Well, he's always been an intellect. I feel like here in the beginning, like you don't get that until at the beginning, you don't get that, that, you know, he's an intellect. I mean, he's.
2: They did a solid job to that point of setting up the hierarchy, like letting us know without too much exposition being like, you're too ambitious you're, you know, like, like Megatron, like, lays it out for everyone. And I was like, that's really cool. And then Megatron just goes and punks someone later. And like, oh, that's right. That's why you're (laughs) in in charge. Uh, Lucy, what'd you think? Well, I I was really
3: impressed that in going into it with um, knowing about two dozen different Transformer cartoons along the way, and how many different origin stories have come before this one. Um, Is this going to be you know, obviously it's it's retconning some things, but is it doing it in the right way and, and setting the stage for Cybertron, where they all came from? Uh, I think they did a wonderful uh, job setting setting the stage for this world, that the time frame on which it happens, uh, coming towards the end of the uh, Decepticon Autobot uh, civil war, um, and 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 it really got me excited to see the the shows going
2: going forward. Uh, something that I just realized. When, it, the, when we start with the Seekers and who's shooting at them? All the Autobots are busted up in the... Like, where, where were those shots coming from? Like, they were they were doing the Death Star run. Where were those shots coming from?
4: Hmm, I got You're no not supposed them. to ask those questions. Yeah, I know, right? So, <laughs> McGuffin. The, the one thing, another thing I enjoyed was the progression of Megatron. Um, I know I can't jump ahead too far, uh, but I felt like you saw a certain a certain part of Megatron where he was cool and collected and very smooth. And I think as it goes on, he, he sort of almost takes on Starscream's personality a little bit more. Um, if that makes sense. Like, he, he started off real smooth and and, and uh, Godfather-like. It doesn't end the, that way.
2: And, and you bring up a good point, because the one of the things that is very interesting about this Megatron is that he wants people to survive. He doesn't want to rule over an ashen kingdom. Like, you know, Homeboy uh, is like, you know, like, you can't kill fucking everybody. And so, the fact that he's like, yo, I don't want them to be killed. I You know, we need People. And So there's this, there's a lot of weird coding in the messaging and the the places that these because these guys are called the Crusades and I was like, would they call it the Transformer Jihad? Like, you know, like there's just weird subtexts that are happening on all of these levels. Like Megatron's like, we were on the outside and now we're on the inside. And I was like, this okay, is this a, that's like okay, anatomy.
1: no, this is all right, true. so 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 here's the thing in this in this version that they're telling. Right, uh, I don't know if you catch. They're trying to make you kind of sympathize with the Decepticons a little bit by mm-hmm. saying things like, "You weren't the ones who were assigned working in the mines." Yeah, they sound like right? slaves. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, slaves. yeah, They're trying to make it seem as though the Decepticons have a, some sort of a justified cause for their aggressiveness towards the Autobots. Like the Autobots were like the house Negroes, and we was out in the fields. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? i was gonna say the same thing exactly. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, that's no, like, why I thought the
2: coding. The coding I felt was very. Anti-Black Lives Matter. They're like, oh well, the Black Lives Matter can get, get in charge. It's going to be like fucking uh, Decepticons over here, and all of us good people are going to have to run underground.
1: Um, yeah, the but art,
2: can I say something yeah. to what Omar
1: brought up about Starscream though? Like, okay, so even since a kid watching this in the '80s, you always wonder why does it Why did why did it take until the movie? And it wasn't even Megatron; it was Galvatron. Why does the Megatron just do away with Starscream? right, and so there's there's a line, and I'm sorry, it may be i I forget what episode and it may be past episode two, but there's a line where he says um, i he's like i you know I can't stand Starscream uh and his his rebelliousness, but I appreciate his ambition and and it was one of those things where you're like, okay, that kind of gives you you know a set into the mind of what Megatron is thinking uh, it, about jetfire
2: hollering at him, and yeah. it's when jetfire puts him check and Megatron is all uh... Your ambition, you know, like your, your, your ambition is going to get you killed. And, uh, and Jeff Hardy's like, and your arrogance yeah. and Megatron's like, no, I like the arrogance. Yeah, there I it like, is. Like there the, it, like people. People. There like
1: it the is. There it is.
4: Yeah.
1: Yeah. But it was like, it was one of those things where he's like, I, you know, eventually I might need this. I might need this idiot. So I, I'm not, gonna, I'm not going to kill him yet.
4: And I, I kind of feel like it is infecting Megatron. Like it's, it's infectious towards him at first. But it's like, you know, eventually I'm going to have to kill your ass. But right now, we good. <laughs> if this is like chronological.
0: And this is before they go to Earth and they start engaging war there. Mm-hmm. This is a different Megatron. He's not as weary because he's in control right now. So once he starts losing control again, he's going to go back to whatever his default setting would, which is probably closer to Starscream. Probably there were more boys when it was more chaos. And they yeah, well, be I, mean, they I make think he crosses point. the
3: line where he tortures his brother. He's like, okay... You know, Shockwave, you do you torture him. Let's get the information, and then Megatron keeps crossing these lines he's arbitrarily drawn for himself, and and going further and further down that that dark path.
4: And, and that's where yeah. I'm talking about Starscream infecting him, because it seems like he's that's the voice he's hearing in the back of his head instead right. of. You know he's a he he had honor, he was a soldier, but he's hearing his voice tell him, nah, keep going. Keep but going. it's
2: also not on the, pop poli- he has a political slant, like when he gets on, and he's like the Autobots went out this and like they were doing like this reporting of like how the Autobots are terrorists and like changing the narrative, mm-hmm. the story. And it was really interesting to show this different level of power that Megatron has because he has the ear <clears throat> of Cybertron. He gets to set the, Tone of the way information is disseminated in the information age, it's not all about lasers. So I thought that that was a cool do- thing. Uh, I thought that Alita and Chroma being out there really early was super dope and having the female presence of Transformers, I thought that this story moved very quickly and I liked um, the whole trap setup and I thought it was amazingly hilarious when Ultramagus Walks up with the cloak, and we're like, Who is it? Yes, What could it be? I bet. Hey, Omar,
1: remember, remember after you watched the episode, I, I hit you up. I'm like, Bro, Ultra Magnus walked up on the Decepticons, and he was a straight G, like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? They fired what's it? I think it was Starscreen fires a shot right by his head, He All didn't right, even budge, much. yeah, yeah, he didn't even budge, and he was like, I mean, but it, 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 it don't, didn't work out it, the greatest. Anyone not the greatest yet. <laughs> it does bring up the question: Where do they have? Why do they have fabrics
0: on Cybertron? <laughs> <laughs> uh, right? And
3: let me let me pose this question to you guys because uh, I have thought about it quite a bit. Um, character design and animation: uh, What did you guys feel on on that level? Oh man, I thought it was
0: all good. I just don't know why um, Optimus has the green chest. I assume something's wrong with it.
2: It was interesting because I, yeah, and the cracked shield. I think it's supposed to show yeah, that he's, yeah. uh, he hurt, he's hurt. But um, the animation was interesting because I was so against Beast Wars. And so, like, when I see Transformers and this type of CG computers, I think that they almost did it in a way to redeem that era. Yeah. To do the big boxy uh, robots, um, to do the toy style, it was just you know they they stayed true, and it was yeah. it was. It Michael totally. Bay didn't set the bar high.
4: No, <laughs> I think I I thought it was great that they basically paid homage to the original, um, which is something they should you know they should do more of, um, because that's where the popularity came from. And then you see Michael, what's his name? I'm about to say Michael Moore. Michael Bay. Michael Bay. Hey, 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 you know, just chaos. Hey, hey. what, he, what the hell he wanted to do? And there's a whole generation of kids. Who have no idea? Right. <laughs> you know? They think
1: that Megatron is an evil triangle, it's evil upside down <laughs> triangle. Like, <what's>... <laughs> it's like with
3: many triangles?
4: The one thing I was hoping, um, and I think they kind of alluded to it a little bit, is that they would incorporate um, uh, what's his name, the other gun. I can't, I'm, I'm sorry, my brain is all over the place. Um, Megatron's, uh, you know, he's he's a he's a laser gun. Um, Shockwave? Shockwave. They would in, incorporate the, the Shockwave from the comic book original run, which was he was more powerful than everybody, and he kicked Megatron's butt. Like, I was hoping they would do that because no one has done that yet. Um, but no, they alluded to they having some sort of little They'll dark never side. do that. They'll never think do it that it because would, would Megatron be true, is the good. ultimate bad
1: guy, and they don't want to do anything that takes away from him being, like, the ultimate uh, anti, you know, the anti the protagonist right the, the antagonist he's the ultimate antagonist so they they wouldn't do anything like that unless they had like a specific story arc they were going after right. because then that would take away from him being the ultimate bad guy, right I, it's th- like you don't... I
2: think in just the reality world that we live in shockwave's name isn't big enough and yeah, exactly. when you go to, to a ceo and you're like but the comic book and they're like yeah but michael <laughs> bay's movies are right. and uh you think about the uh the um the space tower and, and all of these things. When you think of Shockwave, it's interesting because I always thought it was dope that Shockwave was the only person that was left behind. And you knew that he had to be a G because Megatron trusted him and was like, yo, if anything goes down, like I, I have this handled by myself. Good. <laughs> so I think that there was always like this allusion to how powerful Shockwave was. I think um, I think the live action movie the live, action movie, the live
1: action movie, trying kind to of did him justice a little bit though. I mean, he was he was hardcore. And, I mean, not to say that you know I I love the movies, but Shockwave's appearances in the movies to me were kind of dope. I liked the Gunface. I was with that, right?
2: So I mean, signature Gunface, signature I, think, gun I face. think we
0: should be respectful to this uh, version of Transformers and not did <laughs> not bring
2: that, that up. Don't
0: bring <laughs> up the movie again while we speak. <laughs> <Okay. about this. laughs> Fair oh, enough. Oh, oh, you guys were talking about alluding and things that are being alluded to. Uh, they do allude to the Tarn Hauser battle, and it's the reason that Megatron calls Ultra Magnus his brother. Uh, it sounds like something fucking dramatic as hell, and I hope we get to see it somewhere, in part two or part three. Like just a little back, a little flashback of it, I think would be awesome. I'm just um,
4: that's wishful thinking. Something uh, when you asked about the animation. Um, is the they are calling the movie anime? They kind and, of call everything anime now, though. Yeah, so I'm, I'm watching, it. and my, my son was watching it with me. 16, he was like, "This ain't anime." And I was <laughs> like, <laughs> "Cause that's what he loves." He was like, "Why are they calling it anime?" I was, I had no idea. So for me, I feel like they so they just said anime just to get people to you know who, who like anime to watch. I
2: think that there is in I don't know. Like, is, should it be divided between computer-generated and pencils? Like, at what point do you break down anime? Because they don't put Japanime on Netflix as a thing, and adult animation is all the things that adults are supposed to, uh, like, watching your, your, you know, family guys and uh, things Wait that for are- them to put Orphine on Netflix. <laughs> on that part. <laughs> so I always think that, uh, that yeah, no, it everything doesn't have to be in a box. And I think that there's always this need to categorize and let it go. I see this bleeding in over to both sides because I bet you the version of this in Japan is fucking crazy. I bet you the soundtrack in Japan is fucking crazy. But we have the English for you.
0: Okay, I will say one thing I did really like that you kind of see this already is that, I know I said not to mention the movie, but they definitely give, Pay homage to, like you said, Gen One for sure. But uh, they say the line from the Transformers movie, "Until All Are One," directly. That's straight from the movie. And then the Allspark. They're looking for the Allspark, which is from the movie. So,
1: yeah.
0: I mean, this is nice the way they they are inclusive about everything, and just don't mention the movie again.
1: It's the Matrix. Yeah, and, I mean, that's the right, a general the Matrix the leadership.
0: The... Allspark. They're all the same thing, right? No, yeah. Allspark is for all. It's like the Alpha Trion thing that they all. Yeah. Oh, that's the energy. Is more of an energy. source. A life
3: spark. But, uh, I think they call it the, yeah. the spark of life, or the spark. The of cart- life, that's the, the original
4: that's cartoon. The is the spark of life, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Right. You know, yeah. Go, like
0: in the depths of Cybertron. The, planet, the, all- the all
4: spark right. wasn't in the movie though. The wasn't all- in which what movie? Oh, I'm that the, the animated the, movie? The, uh, the Bay
1: movies. The Bay movies. No, no, it no, yeah. was in the Bay movies. It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't an animated movie. Right, so Alita. <laughs> let's, talk, let's talk about Alita. Right, so. I was I, I remember when I first read comics and then when I first got into it back then, there was another girl RC One, who mm-hmm. was like one of the people, and she's not hasn't been introduced, and I wonder if they're not going to or because she was a motorcycle, right? Yeah. And, uh, you mean Alita? So, I yeah. RC One. RC One. It was RC One. She was a motorcycle, right? So, uh, but I mean, you know, they've gone with Alita and Chromia. Uh, I wonder. if Like at cup, some point, a
4: female version of cup. Basically,
2: yeah. yeah. Which I thought was dope, like yeah. out there calling shots and uh, and, and saving folks. Um, but I will note the uh, when they are retreating, Autobots pull out. Pull out, yeah. And
1: that's was because like, it wasn't a that's because it wasn't a man who said it. Okay. That was I, I'm one about of the, to that's a whole No game.
2: exactly. It was a smart defensive tactical, it wasn't yeah. an attack <laughs> move. It was like we could save things. But it was a still a little weird in my dirty mind.
1: It was. It
0: was. It, it makes me think about that line when Prime says, "Because I know you better than." Oh, somebody. oh! I'm when right. he said that, I like, 100 said biblically. <laughs> 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 I was thinking how they have sex. Like what plugs? Yeah, in <laughs> you know,
3: because Prime know has you. that little
0: thing, the little like the little crotch area. Like if it just flaps down and like a wire comes out. I mean, I don't know. They plug into each other's spark. I don't know what
4: they do. I mean, he can't kiss her because, or does, does the mouthpiece come off? The best, <laughs> the best, the best uh, Cybertronian lips are owned by Megatron. I would never say that out loud, but you go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what a hot robot looks like. I don't give a fuck. That's I'll not making the I'll, final I cut. Say,
2: then, uh, no, they did a great job on coming up close to the face and not having the CG just, like, fuck it up and make it, like, like, they only look good from afar is a lot of time with these things. But they got up there and the way that they did the color, like it always looked like Megatron's face was reflecting on whatever was outside. But he ended up pulling off some LL Cool J (laughs) type lips. He didn't have to lick them. them. But but the
0: reason I brought it up because it was a big thing on Twitter that was like one of the people's major issues is that they have features and they don't need to breathe and they don't need to eat or kiss like when they have lips.
3: Well, they don't need to have genders either. They're freaking robots. So
4: there's that. Well, well, there's always going to be a section of people who want to find right. something as if living robots on a planet uh, <laughs> yeah. that transformed right. into cars right. is, into, is something right. that's going to actually specific happen. specific cars, yes. specific cars, right? Like <laughs> right. because
1: Cybertron is definitely going to have a Volkswagen Beetle. You know what I'm saying? You can <laughs> you know, of all the cars that that's what they're going to have. You know what I'm saying? It's like
2: yeah, I, I I liked that they were just like we won't talk about it. We just, we are yeah. just, this is the
4: world that things exist in. This is how they exist. Take it. Uh, well, they forget we, that, that originally they were on Cybertron. There weren't specific cars. No. Nah. You know, they, 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 when they went to Earth, they scanned trucks. Which is cars. interesting
2: because the Seekers look like the Seekers did on Cybertron. So I right. was, anyway, <laughs> it was cool, it was cool that they did not address it. And I, I was like, stay away from it. Just let us have our fun. Um, it's funny yeah, because no, there's, a it lot, there's
1: a lot, there's a lot of openings for us to go down rabbit holes. Here.
2: Right. <laughs> um, um, I think that, yeah, no, they did a solid job building up that drama. And again, like on that level of Megatron wanting to be altruistic and wanting to save people, like until Ultra Magnus like turns on him, like he like has, he has that on the table as one of his options, you know, like that's one way to end the war. Uh, so I think that it is interesting that they're making the Decepticons more sympathetic and uh, get letting us go down that aisle.
1: Um, I've always said I'm a Decepticon apologist, but tacticians they are not. They they, they intercept. <laughs> they intercept the transmission. They have the perfect setup, and they botch it from the word go. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you got them sitting there, sitting ducks in every single oh, yeah.
2: position.
1: Hey, Megatron's like,
2: wait, who screwed this up? How? <laughs> How? How did um, you guys and mess this that, up? That goes to another thing that I thought about Meg- Megatron's altruism and uh, the way that he shows that he cares. He comes and he's like, not only did you, not only did the Autobots kill one of my best soldiers, mm-hmm. like he's like, you know, sad about right. one, like, this. Isn't just a peon like that. He can, he doesn't treat his dudes like pawns. Again, like casualties are a big thing to him. Now are. Um, now. Right. And I love his uh like he, he had a uh, that uh that relief of him just stabbing an uh Autobot. I think it was Ironhide uh with that giant sword and I was like, well that's fine. That's that's something you hang up in your fucking living room.
4: Okay. Oh uh, wait, you know what? I I was about to skip to a different episode. Um I don't think sound wave doesn't get, wouldn't the sound wave get there? Oh, on oh,
2: that note, um, fucking um, the tapes, like I thought it was. Ravage, uh, Ravage or, is yeah. the only we've seen yet.
1: We've only yeah, seen Ravage. The fact yet.
2: That We saw Ravage, we know that yeah. that version of tapes are going to come, yeah. and they're going to go into all the tapes, I bet. Like one Blaster Laser Laserbeak,
1: Blaster, Thundercracker. Rumble. Rumble. Like, look, Rumble, Rumble. You know how much
0: Megatron loves Laserbeak in the old cartoon? I can yeah. imagine him just like petting this
4: fucker, like
0: Little metal, metal ruffle feathers, you know what I mean? Like,
4: give be Dr. Claw with his cat. I, yeah. just, I just hope they don't actually do the tapes, though. Like, just be robots. They kind of did what? it when did you, you don't want to see the tape transform? Little... I, I mean, just, in, in 1980, yeah. that was cool. <laughs> yeah. We don't know when this is. We don't know when this is.
2: Um, yeah. And again, that's part of the thing about them just being like, whatever. Like he has a tape deck in his chest, and they didn't try to make him an iPad, uh, an iPod, or uh, right.
1: something, something
2: right. like that. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm just going to here,
0: Omar. Once again, they are robots that are <laughs> that are from a robotic planet, <laughs> so you can't really, you can't really, you can't, you can't cross hairs with that. Right, you're right.
2: Uh, how about we What's end off problem? on what our favorite? Uh, what was your favorite Transformer that showed up? And whose design did they nail the best for you?
4: Good. good, good. For me, it was Jetfire just because, again, <clears throat> I, I, again I'm again i a Robotech fan and that he was always fire for me, so. Uh,
0: for me, it was Reflector because he was easily one of the hardest working Decepticons on the cartoon, but the hardest Transformer to get in real life as yeah.
1: a child. Uh, I've uh, not in these two episodes yet. Well,
0: no, but I, bet I watched him in this episode be exactly the same thing all over again. And I thought that was kind of awesome. It captured the worthlessness of Collector. I'm sorry. I'm, uh, going,
3: with, um, I'm going with Megatron. Uh, I think you had to have nailed Megatron to make the entire series work. They nailed Megatron. They only showed him in his gun form for maybe a few seconds, but that was dope enough. And. Um, as you're saying, that's one of the few that they really get into the facial features, um, and his his size. He's very imposing.
1: Uh, that being he was said, Michael kind of
3: Bay imposing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the evil evil upside down triangle. Um, I'm gonna say Ultra Magnus because I'm sorry, I, like like I know I know they probably didn't have a textile factory on Cybertron, but he walked <laughs> against the wind. He walked against the wind. He is. walked into the Decepticon lair against the wind. There's wind on Cytron. Did you know that? There's atmosphere. Yes. Ultra Magnus walked against the wind in the hood of the Decepticons. Like what? Like,
2: is that, you know? the, is that the same hood that Megatron wears later? <laughs> is that the hood that Megatron wears in the uh, Michael Bay <laughs> movie? Does the blood sport. He took it off and wrapped <laughs> it around his leg. For... <laughs> <laughs> For me, my favorite design was probably Hound because we got to, not only was it a clean like old school G1, we got to see like a, a close-up full tra- transformation. Like this wasn't an offspring transformation or anything like that. Like when he shows up to save Chroma, like it's like he's, like, he's you know, he's Tokyo drifting out over there and, and I just thought that that was like, I am playing with these toys you guys did it. Fucking great job. Hmm. All right.
0: On that note, uh, we closing out. Editor San Antonio can't wait to cover the next two episodes. We will do it again. All you guys invited to do it again. Next two are really good. Yes. Last two are amazing. Editor San Antonio out.
3: Greg Westfield out. Rob Lucy, Phoenix, Oregon, out.
4: I guess I'll go next. Omar Henderson, Gardena, California, out.
2: And this is Rob Schroeder, Boba Fresh, coming out of San Francisco. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Geek in, geek on, and geek out.
0: Peace. Hey, do any of you kids want some Energon candy? (laughs) It's the pure stuff. It's
1: unrefined. You'll love it. Don't tell your parents. <laughs> oh, geez. Peace <laughs> out.